When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's November 6th, and this is Sorta Awesome, episode 267. You are invited to join me and my husband, Kyle, as we talk about the awesomeness of being prepared for an emergency and all that we have learned by being unprepared for an emergency in our own lives. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. Hello, and welcome back, Awesomes. You are listening to the show that is all about helping you find conversation, friendship, and community. Whether you found us through Facebook or Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, by the recommendation from a friend or from our other show, Awesome Today, it is truly awesome that you are here. Again, this is episode 267. Today, I'm really thrilled to welcome back to Sorta Awesome, a somewhat regular, a, a sort of regular, my husband, Kyle. Hi, Kyle, and welcome back. Hello. It feels so good to be regular. <laughs> okay, this episode is going to be maybe a little different. Maybe it'll be totally the same. Who knows? Here's what we've learned is that you cannot depend on things being and turning out the way you thought they were going to, right? It's true. So we are recording this before the elections in the United States. We had a totally different episode planned for this week. But as you may or may not have heard on the news, Oklahoma City got hit a little while back with a catastrophic ice storm. Not only did it do tremendous amounts of damage to all kinds of trees throughout our city, because the ice storm did hit before our trees had even had a chance to lose their leaves this year. It also knocked out significant portions of the electrical power grid in Oklahoma. At one time, just for Oklahoma City proper, at one time, I know I saw numbers that reflected at least 20% of the population without across the state. I don't know if numbers are accurate or not. Who knows? My faith in our electric company has continued to dwindle. (laughs) But at one time... I saw one city that I'm personally familiar with have some history there, and somehow, some way, they had more power outages than they had residents. (laughs) So go figure. I've learned a lot about electrical power grids in the past nine or 10 days. We're going on, what, day nine without power right now? Yeah, at least. It feels like a lot more than that, though. Yes. So all of that to say, we... Kyle and I have been talking about how we have been really surprised by, you know, we both grew up in Oklahoma. We're definitely Oklahomans. You would think that in a state that gets hit by tornadoes and other natural disasters, mostly well, tornadoes. Sharknadoes. <laughs> yeah, those two. Thundernadoes. All we have tornadoes. Yeah. That we would have a better emergency preparedness plan in place. That was a mouthful. Sadly, we don't. But you we guys. do. It just sucks. <laughs> As we figured out. Yeah, it does. So we have been like processing together what we did right and what we need to do in the future to be better prepared. And so we thought, you know what, this is the perfect week actually to talk about this. Because again, with the elections and the results coming up, we got people in our country that it might be concerned, like, do I need to be prepared right. for an emergency? Is right there now? going to be a Trump or Biden apocalypse? Yes. What is this? Will there be a civil war? Yeah, I'll tell you this much, you guys. I can't speak for every American, but having spent over a week with no power, I've realized I'm not interiorly strong enough to do a civil war situation. Yeah. So, yeah. for that matter, whichever candidate can keep the power running here, 
that's kind of the <laughs> solo delineation for us now. Exactly. So we are going to be talking about this. I know this seems like maybe an unusual topic for Sort of Awesome, but truly, I do believe, having lived through this, that this is a great time to talk about, hey, you don't think about being ready for an emergency until you're in a crisis, right? Right. Well, I think there's a bigger, more embracing perspective on all of this. And that is, I refuse to believe that everybody doesn't have at least some inkling of a prepper inside of them. Uh-huh, yes. Even if it's just, I'm interested in watching other people do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's got some fascination there. And I really think that's the tie that binds. <laughs> so we're going to cover so much of that later in today's episode. But first, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our Awesomes of the Week. Of course, this is the moment in the show where we talk about the books or TV shows, the movies, the podcast products, whatever it is that's making life a little bit more awesome right now. Believe it or not, in the midst of a difficult and challenging over a week, we've got some awesomes to talk about. So what did you bring for Awesome of the Week this week? I've actually brought it with me to record. Okay. Being honest. All right. And I do try to be honest. And that to a fault, Anybody that's a fan of the Today Show knows, yep, I am the faulted honest. And by the Today Show, he means awesome today, not the Today Show on NBC. (laughs) I recently ran the similar style of poll used to predict the presidency. (laughs) And it, in fact, said that our show is more popular than the Today Show. So there you go. Okay. We're now the Today Show. We are. They call themselves something not so awesome today. Yes. Okay. So yeah, mine is, this is a mouthful, and because it's not in my native brogue. Okay. Artebeg Ugedale. Yes. It is a Scotch whiskey. It is a Scotch. Scotch is such an incredible world of complex flavor and can vary so wildly just within itself. Yeah. Artebeg is definitively what most Scotch aficionados would refer to as a peat monster. And for those unfamiliar, they basically smoke the barley that Mm. they use to create alcohol with. Okay. And they do so with peat, which is their not quite swamp. But it's a pretty lush, rich, moist earth, and there's tons of grass roots that run down to it, that's run through it, rather. That's ultimately what's used to smoke the barley that is then later turned into this delightful scotch. Very peaty, very smoky. Some people would even equate it to licking an ashtray, which sounds terrible. Until you like it. I wouldn't recommend (laughs) licking an ashtray, but if it sounds interesting, this is the next best way to go. Yeah. And very, our version of apocalypse appropriate is that rather than the traditional 40% alcohol by volume that everyone is mostly used to here in the US, this is, I think, 52.2%. So it's a little extra kick when the soul needs some ministering. Yeah. Okay. So we have been friends... Yeah, we've been friends with Artebeg for a yeah. long time. Yeah. Dear friends, in fact. But so. not always without some contention. Yeah. The first time we ever had Artebeg, we hated it. That's true. It was an expensive bottle, so we didn't throw it away, or expensive dust at the time. We threw it in the cabinet, and over a year later, we ran completely out on a Sunday. And at that time, here in Oklahoma, you could not buy alcohol on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we dug through the wine dungeon, or the booze dungeon, and we found it, and we're like, Yeah, try it. And we've been delighted with it ever since. We have. But this is our first bottle of the Ugadal or Ugadale or Ugadale. However, yeah. You brought this home. Here's the thing. Like I said, we have been without power. We've been having to entertain ourselves in the most primal of ways. So why not a little booze to kind of ease the pain? So you brought this home from the liquor store. Yes. And... You noted off the top that this particular artebeg has notes of bacon, bonfires, and what was the other thing? I can't even remember, but I definitely taste both the bacon and the bonfire. Yeah, it is so good. I took one sip and said, well, this is my new favorite thing ever. Especially as we're moving into the cooler months. Yes. This is like the best thing that's happened in our ice apocalypse for sure. And if you are a cigar person or someone you love is... 
it's an incredible pairing yes. for a good cigar. Oh, wait, I found the notes. Here it is. Oh, it's bacon bonfires and treacle. Treacle. Yes. Yes. Thank you, treacle, whatever you are. Which I think is molasses or like molasses. Could be. I would believe anything at this point. Oh, my goodness, you guys. It is such a great scotch. And the reason I encourage Kyle to choose this as Awesome of the Week, I think it legit is, it right? Is. There were other things that were a bit more snarky because, <laughs> believe it or not, <laughs> I am the opposite of Meg. And I have some snark in me. Well, I have some snark. I just don't your, let it loosen public. Your snark <laughs> is like a side hug instead of a full hug. <laughs> That's fair. But I encourage you to use this as your, or to mention it as your Awesome of the Week, because with the holidays coming up, yeah, people are always asking, you know, what should we buy for this person in our life? A lot of times our awesomes are wondering, what do I get for the men in my life? I'm telling you all, if you have a husband, brother, dad, son, someone in your life that's dear to you that enjoys a great scotch, pick up an Artebeg, Ugadal or Ugadale. 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 We tried to listen online and yeah. the brogue was so thick, we still couldn't really understand. You know, we're a bunch of, we're a couple of hillbillies, so we can't say it the correct way, but we Maybe will. We hadn't drank enough yet to pronounce it. <laughs> that feels right. We'll put a link in the show notes because this would be such a great, luxurious, thoughtful, deeply enjoyed gift yeah and hey in fact maybe we ought to start a little thread for things beyond just scotch okay some of the bourbon some of the other things that we can yeah awesome approve yeah and i don't mean to be crazily gender specific because i am definitely all lady and i love scotch as well so maybe there's a lady in your life who likes scotch what i'm trying to say to you is that this is a great bottle of scotch and it would be a great gift for the upcoming holidays yes all right Great. Agreed. What is awesome in your week, of your week, of the week, AOTW, whatever? Look at you with the, you did the initials and I everything. Okay, this was, I'm choosing as my awesome of the week, something that you actually had encouraged me to buy. Yes. I've worn them every single day of the ice apocalypse and I love them. And it's a pair of good old fashioned Adidas sneakers. Like an originals. Yes. And we, we've mentioned this on Awesome Today a yes. little bit with yeah. our wardrobe revamp. Yes. So if you listen to Awesome today, and if you're not, why hey, not? Why aren't you? It's a great freaking show. You should be listening. Yep. On Awesome Today, we've talked about that we have gone through and done a big wardrobe revamp. Instead of adding two, we've completely pared down and gone with a really minimalist wardrobe capsule situation. But one thing that I wanted to get that I've never owned in my whole entire life is a pair of basic white sneakers. And that's a travesty because yeah. now that you've owned them, you can appreciate yes. the versatility, feel the quality, the look, all the beautiful things that make them the iconic piece that they are. Yes, all of that. And they're incredibly comfortable. Perfect. As I've talked about many times on the show, I have very finicky feet. I've got leg issues and foot problems. And so for me to say that just a regular sneaker, just straight off the shelf, no orthotics needed or right. anything, has carried me through this day in, day out of just all kinds of stuff that we've had to maneuver and go and do and all kinds of stuff. I love these shoes so much. Again, these are Adidas Originals. I looked up, they are actually what, because you explained this to me, I didn't yeah. realize Adidas Originals can encompass a variety of yeah, yeah. styles, right? So in today's more, I guess, more frequent, no, more recent, rather, history, I would guess everybody's familiar with Jordans mm -hmm. as a style of shoe. Mm -hmm. Well, that isn't a new concept to have a celebrity-endorsed shoe. Yeah. Adidas has been doing it forever, and quite often it is that pair that becomes iconic that is then over time deemed an original, and they maintain production of it. Right. So. These are Adidas Originals. This is the sleek model. Okay. I looked up to verify. They're plain. They're white. Now, I need to either get your shoeshine kit out or do something because... They need a little work. They need a little work. <laughs> they... It's been an apocalypse. Yes. They need a little touch up, but they are so comfortable. I love how they look either with just a pair of jeans. I think I could totally pull these off with a skirt. Yeah. Yeah, of yeah. some kind. It is, you got to match materials. Right. Like, like any other wardrobe thing. So yeah. a, a denim or a, a coarse mm -hmm. uh, khaki. Yeah. Something more Some kind rugged. of chino. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
I have worn the same pair of jeans basically this whole time. I've just been washing them every night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or every other night. You do what you got to do. Yes. But they have been just like my trusty go-to shoe. I got them almost just like days before this whole thing happened. And so they just happened to be the pair that was close by that I grabbed as we were trying to pack and decide where we were going to go, what we were going to do. I love them so much. So I'm just here to say, if you're looking for a new sneaker, if you're like me and you've just never had a true like basic sneaker in your shoe wardrobe, I've had what we might here in Oklahoma, what we call tennis shoes or what other people might call like athletic shoes, running shoes, trainers. I've had those for sure many times through the years. But in terms of like a sneaker that you can wear that looks really cute with an outfit, this is my first pair. I love them so much. And so thank you, number one, for the recommendation. And number two, if you guys are looking for one, I cannot highly recommend enough the Adidas Originals. And I like the sleek version, but there's all kinds that you could pick from. Very similar to it. And especially true if you're looking for a male in your life. The Stan Smith is Mm. what this is very similar to. Okay, awesome. All right, you guys, those are our awesomes of the week this week. As always, we love to hear what is awesome in your life. And we do that in a couple of places every week. First of all, we do it over on Instagram. If you haven't joined us here, we would love to have you over there with our Instagram community. We are at Sort of Awesome Show on Instagram. And of course, we talk about Awesome of the Week every week in our Sort of Awesome Hangout group on Facebook. If you haven't joined us, please come and find us at facebook.com slash groups slash sort of awesome hangout. And we talk awesome of the week and all kinds of other awesome things in life over there as well. So we have so much to talk about when it comes to getting ready for the unexpected. Yes. And we're going to get to that when we come right back. Okay, awesomes, be honest. That old blender the one you got from your wedding registry has not seen any action in a long time. And honestly, who could blame you? It's big and heavy and it is not awesome to clean it. But now there's an easier way to make your favorite smoothies that are so delicious and worthy of the Instagram. Blend Jet is the original portable blender that makes it easy to create a fresh meal anytime, anywhere. Enough with all that greasy takeout and unhealthy prepackaged snacks. No matter where you go, if you have your blend jet, you are only 20 seconds from a fresh smoothie or a protein shake. It can also make cocktails, baby food, salad dressing, omelets, salsa, soup, and more. Blendjet is compact and lightweight. It's around the same size as your favorite water bottle, but it packs big blender power. The new and improved Blendjet 2 quietly crushes through ice and frozen fruit, plus you can use it every day for two weeks without charging with any standard USB port. I've loved using our Blendjet. I cannot believe how great of a smoothie you can make in such a cute little blender. Blendjet makes the perfect gift for everyone on your list who's looking to eat healthy and loves owning the latest must-have fitness accessory. Blendjet is the number one blender brand on Instagram with over 17,000 five-star reviews and over 1 million happy customers around the world. Try it risk-free with Blendjet's 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to blendjet.com slash awesome right now to save an extra 12%. Save an extra 12% at blendjet.com slash awesome, blendjet.com slash awesome. Okay, friends, maybe you haven't always thought of socks as the perfect gift or the perfect way to give back, but actually Bombas socks were made to give. When you give a pair of super comfortable Bombas socks, you're not only giving someone a gift they'll love, you're also donating a specially designed pair to someone in need. Because for every pair of socks Bombas sells, they donate a pair to someone experiencing homelessness across the U.S. And since socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters, the generosity of giving Bombas will make a meaningful impact this holiday season. Bombas are specially engineered to be the most comfortable pair of socks you and everyone on your gift list has ever worn. They spent years perfecting every detail, like eliminating those annoying toe seams, making sure their socks never slip, and creating a special midfoot support system. Bombas are absolutely our family's favorite sock. I mean, I think my kids have even said something about they feel like pillows on your feet. And my husband Kyle is 
never disappointed when Bombas show up in his stocking every Christmas. Bombas come in tons of colors and styles, including athletic performance socks, limited edition holiday socks, dress socks, and socks made from merino wool, a natural wonder fiber that's super warm, incredibly soft, and naturally moisture wicking. The generosity of Bombas customers has allowed them to donate over 40 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of 3,000 plus giving partners. Bombas socks are 100% backed for life. If you or anyone you give them to aren't happy with them, just reach out to their customer happiness team who will issue an exchange or a refund. From comfort to kindness and everything in between, Bombas aren't just givable, they were made to give. Go to bombas.com slash awesome today and get 20% off of your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash awesome, bombas.com slash awesome. All right. We are back. Like I said, we have some conversation. This is going to be some of just Kyle and I processing with each other about what our uh, state of preparedness was prior to this. And it's going to be some what we've learned and what we want to tell people like, you guys need to at least know this much about yeah. being ready. Yeah. Not everyone thinks well in the moment. Uh, yeah, me at the top of the list. So we have something we reference here frequently as a laundry room moment. Mm -hmm. And it's nothing like what you're imagining. Okay. It actually references an experience I had. For some <laughs> strange reason, when sirens go off, my fight or flight, normally I'm a fighter, but my fight or flight goes to flight. Yeah. I had... A few years back, probably several years back at this point, gone over to my mother's home. She wasn't there. I needed to go inside and do something, which required me disarming her alarm. And though I am decent to good with most technology, for some reason, alarm systems are the bane of my existence. Her keypad is in her laundry room, and so I let myself in the front door raced around the house to get over to the laundry room to begin keying in. And I keyed in somehow magically, probably just out of tension, the wrong thing. <laughs> and the alarm began going off. And I'm not sure, maybe physically also, but definitely mentally. It was like I was at a dead sprint with my eyes closed, bouncing off the walls, just every direction. <laughs> I was freaking out. I knew that the cops were being notified. I didn't want to be caught there in her house. It was a real... Pants pooping moment. Uh -huh, yes. Is the PG version of that. <laughs> right. And so everybody has whatever it is in their life that they respond with a laundry room response like that. It's Absolutely. different for everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we now refer to those as our laundry room moments. Yeah. And so over a week ago, when the power went out in our part of Oklahoma City, we knew like bad weather was coming and this is not the first time we've ever had like the power go off, right. but there was this sort of combination of like, oh no, it's actually really happening. The power is really going out and there's ice everywhere, which, yeah. you know, depending on the part of the country you live in, maybe you don't get ice storms ever. Ice storms are the absolute worst. If we're going to have winter weather, I'd rather have just feet upon feet of snow. Yes. Ice storms are so terrible. And so... Anytime my like, oh my gosh, we got to take care of the family, we got to take care of the kids situations happen. That's when I go into an absolute laundry moment. Yes, agreed. No judgment. It's just true. Yeah. So I guess how much context do we want to give to the whole thing? Like originally thought this will just be for a few hours. Or maybe a day. Maybe a day. Maybe a day. So we put our stuff together as best as we could think for one night and got a hotel room, mm -hmm. found a little suite that allowed for our whole big, huge family of seven to be able to stay all together in the little suite. It was perfect. It was perfect. It was two bedrooms with an adjoined living kitchen yeah. both area in the living area, couch folded out into a bed, which the twins love. They feel like that's their version of urban camping. <laughs> yes. It was so great. Each of the little bedrooms had a bathroom off of it. So there was plenty of bathroom space. We were really enjoying it. It was a little expensive, but again, we thought, you know, for one night, no yeah. big deal. Well, that was all fine and good until a few hours into the next morning, the power promptly went out at the hotel and in that whole entire part of Oklahoma City. You want to feel apocalyptic? 
walk through the hallways of the hotel with emergency lights on, using the stairwells, seeing all of the confused and befuddled people standing outside their room waiting for someone to tell them what to do. Yep. Yes. It was pretty creepy. It was creepy for sure. And so basically to kind of sum up what we've been doing since then, my parents thankfully have moved to Oklahoma City earlier this year. They bought a house that has plenty of space. And so we asked, can we come up and stay with you guys? And they said, of course. And so we've been staying there in the evenings and coming back during the days and each day hoping like this is going to be it. This is it, right? This is the day when our power comes back on. And no, it's not back on yet. yet. (laughs) We're still literally sitting here in the almost dark. Yes, we are in day nine. Yeah. Of our personal apocalypse. Of our personal apocalypse. Okay, so that's just kind of to give you some context of what we have been doing on the daily, the logistics that we've been going through. But truly, once we got, what, two or three days, I feel like, into this, maybe a little bit longer, you and I kind of started to think about like, okay, this is reality. Like, it's been two or three days. The power is not coming back on yet. There is significant, significant damage. Yes. To the electrical grids in Oklahoma City. Um, so this is going to be our, our working reality for a while. Let's kind of talk about like, what could we have done better? What should we have done? As an INTJ. What would we do to begin with? Well, first of all, I have to say as an INTJ, you are the like master of efficiency in our relationship. So all things considered, even though it's been kind of chaotic, I feel like you've kind of kept us at least in the boundaries of normalcy. We've had decent order within the chaos. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, what was our knee-jerk response was to grab... Clothes. Some clothes, some urgent toiletries and things. Now our daily travels, we've accumulated more and more Uh with each trip. Thought, hey, let's not just take what we've been wearing, but any undone laundry that we have, we might as well make use of the washing machines while we're at the in-laws, all of that. I guess more poignantly, I tried early in for the kids' sake, because there's, beyond the difficulties, everything else, there's a lot of psychology at play. Mm -hmm. And the last thing you want is a bunch of kids that are also experiencing a laundry room moment when you're trying to navigate your own. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so... We went and purchased really quality, good food and went and cooked a fantastic meal. The second night, the first night we were at the hotel, we ate out. We mm-hmm. treated it like a little vacation. Yeah, a little hey, staycation. everybody gets to eat trash and chips and yes. just a little party, if you will. Second night, we said, let's have a feast meal and did a thing then. And with each passing day, though, it becomes less exciting. The prices grow. Yes. And you shift into a, a truer survival mode because only then are you really accepting, yeah. yeah, this is the end. I mean, truly, we had to go through that transition because in the beginning, we were just like, I mean, like literally any minute it's going to come back on, right? Right, right. And so when you're living in that state of mind, you're not thinking ahead to how can we make this more cost efficient? How can we make it more logistically efficient? So yeah, it took us a little time to like figure out, okay, this is going to be our reality for a little bit. I will say that as we started talking about what we did and what we want to do in the future, it really kind of sparked this latent fascination with prepping that I have had for years. I was going to say, it just like reignited the smoldering bonfire. It's true. We've never done really a big episode on prepping or being prepared. And I don't even really watch the reality shows about it. I just like to read subreddits and Facebook groups and all kinds of things with people who are actively preppers talking about what they do to be prepared. And this is where it gets beautiful to me. I love details. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of different perspectives on prepping and kinds of prepping. Yes. Are they? Well, First of all, I know from the few reality shows that I've watched, because it seems like the extremes, that's what's going to make interesting TV, right? Yeah. So you do have preppers who both could be featured on TV or just in real life. They are building out an actual like a bunker, like a shelter in place style. Zombie apocalypse is happening. I'm hunkering down with my family and we're building out provisions. Now we lived a very irresponsible version of bunker 
prepping. Back in the turn from 1999 to 2000. Oh, right, yeah. Recall that everyone was convinced <laughs> that yeah. systems were going to shut down, even though there'd been you know months, if not beyond a year's worth of time of prep for it. Yes. And we had a family member who insisted like, <laughs> violently. They threatened us. They insisted that we come stay with them. And they had legit now, they had firearms, ammunition, Water, no food. It, it was a real lazy. Well, it's what I like to call sloppy prepping. Yeah, yeah. It's like we'll be hydrated as we starve to death and shoot people for fun. I don't know. One of, in fact, one of the firearms that was in possession was a Tommy gun from the <laughs> 1930s. So it was a really interesting experience. But there is the extreme of like we are preparing for what you were even referred to, like an apocalyptic moment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, we joke about the zombie apocalypse, but there are people who are concerned that they're, you know, all of us are so dependent on what you might call the grid. Right. And there's this concern slash fear slash awareness is probably the actual word there. All of them. That, you know, we're really super dependent on all of this. We need to be prepared. If we got to go off grid, we can do it. And we're going to do it in our little. Very specifically from a shelter in place perspective, like right. I'm going to hunker down here. Yes. In fact, maybe the bunker is named after hunker. I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and call that a fact. A hunker bunker. Yes. The best kind of bunker. Okay. Now, you know, there's actually like a more. Yeah. Um. Well. It's not quite a hunker bunker, but it's like more along the lines of you're ready to go, go, go if yes, needed. Yes. Now, randomly, I'm a huge YouTube guy. I love running random YouTube videos in the background while I do stuff and just kind of halfway listen and back and forth it. If it gets really interesting, I'll stop my work and listen back and forth to things. Somehow randomly, and I can't remember what topic I was actually on at the time, but a few years ago... Whatever it was I was watching, one of the main guys that I'd stuck with, mainly because he had a huge catalog of videos, he was really hung up on the EDC or Everyday Carry, had a backpack, geeked out, all the things. And it was from the perspective that in the SHTF, the poop hits the fan moment. Where S doesn't equal poop, but right. it does equal the adult grown-up version of yes, that word. The yes, the advanced version. Yes, that you would have the survival gear, whether you were, you know, in your normal daily routine or if you were in a place where you could grab your go bag, your kit. And it was far more along the lines of I have a firearm and a flashlight and a flint and steel and maybe some type of a makeshift raincoat that can be turned into a tent and just all of the things. Yes, yes, yes. I was not interested in doing any of that, but it was very fascinating to realize that some people live there every day, dare I say, hoping that that <laughs> moment comes when the fan is filled and they have all the things. <laughs> I told you, idiots, you laughed at me for building my ark, but here we are and the floods are coming. <laughs> I feel like the Floods of Cumin would be a great YouTube channel name. Indeed. Yeah, with the uh, fan is full. It's yes. on full blast and it's just spraying it everywhere. Everywhere. So that is definitely a sort of like subcategory of prepping for sure. Yes. Now, I realize as we're talking about this, there are people, awesome who are listening, who are actually preppers who are probably like, you morons. Yeah. How <laughs> dare you not do these things? Yeah, exactly. But You'll be the first to die. <laughs> <laughs> and we've even talked about, like, I do have these very strong prepper like tendencies. I think it's because as an Enneagram nine in stress and anxiety, Enneagram nine moves to Enneagram six, which Enneagram six under stress is very preoccupied with like a worst case scenario plan. Like, what do you do if the worst happens? Mm -hmm. I think Enneagram sixes in their healthiest are like, oh, I totally have a backup plan for that. But nines maybe take it to like a fear-filled place. Maybe. Definitely. <laughs> and so, yeah, I totally recognize that I have this tendency within me. However, we've talked about realistically, like if there's an actual apocalypse, we're okay with being some of the first to yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Do you really want to be the ones responsible for staying alive and propagating the human race or oh just gosh. check it in? 
you watch The Walking Dead more than I do. I, that show stresses me all the way out. But the few parts of it that I've seen, I'm like, I don't care. I don't want any part of right. that. It never improves. No. It only gets worse. It only gets worse. Okay, so there's that level of prepping. But what we have been thinking about is actually just the more realistic thing. like The sort of prepper. The sort of prepper, exactly. Yes. When you're going to have some kind of prolonged interruption of what your normal life is like. Again, as Oklahomans, we should have had something in place because tornadoes are reality here. Yes. We've been lulled into complacency because our particular neighborhood in over 100 years hasn't seen any right. significant weather right. action in that realm. Hail. Hail. That's about it. Yeah. And now an apocalyptic ice storm. Yeah. But yeah. truly... This has opened my eyes so much to the fact that there is so much that we could have done. But let's kind of start with what we've been doing. Well, you want to pick the things we did right, wrong, or both? Let's start with the things we did right. Well, we grabbed the base clothing and toiletries, and I feel like we did a good job, decent job with that. Yeah, I would say that's right. We realized like we only have this much suitcase space because again, we've got a big family and we do not travel all together as a pack. So we had a huge suitcase that our oldest child has taken to camp a couple of times. Right. And a couple of other random carry-ons that you and I might take when we travel for various things separately. But for the most part, we knew like we have a limited space. Not only that, but our family fills up our minivan. So we don't actually have a lot of luggage room. Right. So we tried to be as efficient as possible looking at take some very basic clothes, take some very basic toiletries, and let's see what you can actually just get by with. Yeah. Now, if you know your destination, and so this would have been true, not of the hotel night. The hotel night was just basic clothes and toiletries. We knew from there when that shut down that we were going to the in-laws. And we've been to the in-laws enough times before that we know if we're going to do any cooking, we've got to bring some of our own yes. cooking stuff. My parents are quite a bit older and they have significant health problems. So they don't do a lot of like from scratch cooking. And we've known this for years. So we anticipated if we're going to cook over there, we need to travel yeah. actual like soup pots. and right. Not like a huge, we no. have one, what is it? Like a 12 quart. Yeah. Stock pot, yeah, and then we tucked down in there, yeah, basic seasonings, a good sharp knife, yes, a ladle, a spatula, just some of the basics. Yeah, so if you know you're going to head to somewhere where you have a basic kitchen setup, because even that hotel suite we stayed in had a nice little kitchenette. Yeah, and had we stayed there, we may very well have grabbed the same yes utensils to do some cooking there. We did know that my parents would let us obviously use their laundry, their washer and dryer, so. That was very fortunate for us. I do think that it's something to keep in mind. We'll talk about this in our next little section, talking about what we might do in the future. But if you have anticipation that either you could do laundry at someone's house or there might be laundry machines that you could use, yes. you could bear that in mind to help reduce the amount of actual clothing that you need to, you feel a need to pack. Yeah. Okay. What so, else? Well, that's probably... As we were, we knew in this instance that we would have the opportunity to return home to recapture some items. We have two dogs and knew that we'd be coming home daily to take care of them. And then we found ways to keep them warm. None of that was a concern. And also, this is an interesting thing that you mentioned that because, yes, there was an ice storm, freezing cold weather at the beginning of this. And then promptly, as Oklahoma does, it's like, just kidding, back in the 70s. Right. <laughs> Right. Now that we've torn the hell out of all your trees, it's warm again. Yeah, exactly. Which is very hashtag Oklahoma. But yeah, we started out with like our warmest like sweatshirts and all kinds of heavy, bulky clothes. And then like a few days in, we're like, oh my gosh, it's so hot. I need a t-shirt. So let's transition here. Okay. Because I think really describing all of that's going to fit better in the what we think we should do. Now. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Before we get to what we should do, which we have a whole list. We've learned a lot. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Awesomes. Now more than ever, you really shouldn't put off seeing a doctor when you're not feeling well. And I know that with everything that's going on, it can be difficult to put your health first. 
I know for me, making a doctor's appointment for myself is usually at the very bottom of my priority list. And that's under like the best of conditions. But with the conditions we have this year, it has felt impossible. That's why I use Plush Care. They make seeing a doctor so easy and I can do it right from home. Plush Care provides virtual doctor appointments through your smartphone or your computer. I just pick a time that works for me and I book an appointment right online. No phone calls needed. I don't have to sit on hold forever to make an appointment or leave the house and sit in a crowded waiting room to be exposed to who knows what. With Plush Care, I can be diagnosed, treated, and even have a prescription sent to my pharmacy of choice if needed within minutes. Plush Care accepts most major insurance carriers and is available in all 50 states. And the doctors care. They're here to help by discussing treatment options and providing prescriptions as needed. And they are available anytime I have questions. And if you need a regular checkup or if you have questions about mental health, Plush Care doctors are available to help. Schedule an appointment today to discuss your treatment options. I really can't stop talking about how awesome my Plush Care experiences have been, especially how incredibly easy it is to schedule an appointment that fits my schedule. With Plush Care, I don't put off seeing a doctor and neither should you. No more excuses. Make your appointment today. Go to plushcare.com slash awesome. That's P-L-U-S-H-C-A-R-E dot com slash awesome. Plushcare.com slash awesome. Friends, I have been a huge fan and a loyal customer of Third Love Bras for years now. I love that Third Love uses the measurements of millions of women to design bras with all-day comfort and support. And someone in our home was shopping for her very first bra, and it was her idea for us to check out Third Love for herself. She knows how much I love Third Love Bras. And she wanted to get her start wearing bras there too. We were able to log in and do a Fit Finder quiz for her. And the great thing is, since we weren't sure about her size, we just followed Third Love's online Fit Finder quiz to find the size and styles that were perfect for her. And by answering a few simple questions, we were able to find her perfect fit in 60 seconds. I had the confidence in ordering brand new bras for my brand new bra wearer because Third Love stands behind their products. If you don't love it, every customer has 60 days to return it and returns and exchanges are free and easy. And we all love that Third Love donates all their gently used and returned bras to women in need, supporting charities in their local San Francisco Bay Area and across the United States. So far, Third Love has donated over $20 million in bras. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for every body. So right now they're offering you awesomes 10% off of your first order. Go to thirdlove.com awesome now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 10% off of your first bra purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash awesome for 10% off today. Okay. So we have talked about the sad state of affairs we found ourselves in, in yeah. terms of having an understanding of how to do emergency preparedness. But again, this is the awesome part for us. We've realized, oh my gosh, there's so much to do, but it's not as hard as you might think. Right. Like, I feel like emergency preparedness, unless you are maybe an Enneagram 6 or somebody who just does a good job of responsibly planning out for these things, most of us don't think about this on the day-to-day. Like, what do we need to be fully prepared if there's a crisis moment and we either have to shelter in place or leave? But this has given us such a concrete, solid foundation of deciding, like, what should we do in the future? And as we've talked about, it's like, okay, you know what? This is manageable. We could do this. And we've learned a lot because we have packed and unpacked the van 18 times now. <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating. Yes, it's true. No, I'm sorry. We're on, actually, we just started number 17. We just completed number 17 this morning. And the reason we're doing that is we could leave our stuff at my parents. We are hopeful optimists every single day when we come back to our house that it's going to be the day. Now, my parents don't live a long way away, but it's long enough that we just... don't want to have to go back. Yeah, exactly. And so every day we have been hopeful, like, this is it. We're packing up our stuff. And then we get back to my parents every night and unpack everything. Yes. (laughs) It's quite enjoyable. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about thinking ahead. What would have made this whole thing easier? Every human should have a backpack. Yes, agreed. Even if they use this for school normally, you don't have to have special packs, but that everybody would have available to them a backpack, even though the one and a half year old can't carry his, just to know 
his stuff is in his, we've got things collected and it's in some container that's more easily carried. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I think that would have been so much easier because it is nice that we do have the one huge suitcase. However, every single morning when people are like getting dressed for the day, everybody, again, we have five kids, everybody's rifling through the suitcase. Mm -hmm. Messing up all of the neatly folded clothes right. that if I you're folded. you're not first, you're screwed. <laughs> and if every individual had their own backpack to keep their clothes separate, their toiletries separate, we wouldn't be like, where's my toothbrush? Did you leave my toothbrush at home? You know, all of these things that happen. It would have made logistically, and then just like the packing up and the unpacking, like instead of me taking 15 minutes to go through and like organize the suitcase again, Everybody's just pack your, you pack your own bag. Even our seven-year-old twins, I feel like, could pack their own bags. Yeah, there could be an instruction given, go get pants, go get a t-shirt, go get underwear. Yes, exactly. So backpacks, and you are responsible for what is in your backpack. You pack it, you unpack it. That's your business. And you know what's kind of nice about that, too? I just thought about this. When you have been removed from your sense of normalcy, your routines, that are normal. There's something kind of comforting about having your own stuff in your own little space. Yes. Yeah. And so even if you are a sloppy packer or maybe you're an organized packer or whatever, I'm just thinking about our kids and how different they are personality wise. And mm -hmm. I can see our 13 year old really, she's very organized being happy to have her own neat little stuff in her own little backpack that right. she can go to. And then we have other kids that are less organized and nobody's getting onto them if their backpack's a mess. It's their business. Right, and so right. they can do it as chaotically as they want. And yeah, it's up to whatever them. Whatever fits them. And it allows them to have an inkling of comfort. Exactly. And normal feelingness. Yeah. So we talked about the clothing and the fact that the weather changed drastically yeah. while this whole thing was happening. And you had a great insight about how to make this easier. It's really... Your quote unquote success in this endeavor is going to be based on how you live to begin with. You're not going to be better than you were. You're only going to be a fraction of what you were when you enter into that apocalyptic moment. That's true. So we recently, very recently, have undergone this deep reorganization of how we dress, realizing that our wardrobes were a free-for-all. We have gone to a very iconic, traditional, here are your basics, here are layers, and how a wardrobe should work. And we've purchased and have all that in place. So it was really easy when it was cold to have on a t-shirt, a next layer, whether it's a sweatshirt, a sweater, or a hoodie, a pullover jacket, additionally, all these things. And you go, you prepare for however inclement you think it could be. Right. For us, it was right out of the gate. Right. You can peel layers or add layers as you need to go, taking those in or out of the backpack. This is probably my biggest regret, having done all of the laundry and keeping track of all of the clothes and also doing all of the packing and unpacking the suitcase. The fact that even right now in our suitcase, if we intentionally brought it in so we can unpack and sort some of this out, but sweatshirts and sweaters, if everybody's bringing all of that, it can really take up a lot of space. Yeah. Whereas if you're, if you've got layers and you're wearing them, then yes, maybe there's only like one or two of those things per kid. We make our kids carry their coats back and forth, which they are sick of, right. but we're like, Hey, if we blurred anything, you never know what's going to happen. Your coat, your choice. <laughs> But layers would have been so much easier than all of us at the start of this when it was cold. Make mm -hmm. no mistake, it was freaking freezing here. Literally, we had ice hanging off of everything. But we dressed appropriate to that moment instead of thinking in terms of layers. And layers from the start would have made everything so much easier to pack and unpack and honestly to stay warm. Well, and I, I did it naturally mm -hmm. because yeah. that's how my wardrobe exists. Now. Right, 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 right. And it's been perfect. Yeah. I won't go into all the details. There's not enough time for that. It's been perfect for every circumstance where I could shed or add a layer as needed. And I've been quite comfortable, if not mildly stinky. <laughs> I haven't noticed any stink, if that makes you feel any better. I've not hugged up on you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
Kyle has the introvert's dream at my parents' house in the sense that he's been kind of camping out in one big bonus room by himself. <laughs> Not the entire time. You make it sound like we just show no, up no. and I'm like, see you next week. No, at night, though, you do have a little, yeah. you have some space to have some introvert recovery time. It's for sure. true. Yeah. Though it's not fully honored by <laughs> one of the in-laws in particular. I won't say his name. <laughs> That's a true fact. Okay. So you need something beyond clothes. You need to have toiletries. Yeah. That's a reality of human life. So what have we learned about that? And what will we do better in the future? So we've talked a lot about, it's easy to, uh, words and stuff and things and ideas. If you walk into your bathroom, you as a human right now, and look at the things, you can probably see that everybody has their own collection of things, the majority of which is not used. And you obviously don't want to be trying to travel all of that. Even just from a lifestyle perspective, we've talked about, hey, we have a body soap that all of us like. Yes. It's fine. Mm -hmm. If we want to be pampered, hey, yeah, have that stuff too as a separate thing, but have a main base yeah. level of toiletry. And, you know, the girls can all most likely share a base shampoo and conditioner. And so to have that kind of identified, at least in mind, so that when you go in that panic laundry room moment of grabbing things that you go for the basics. Right. And then thought, you know, it'd probably be pretty smart to spend Five to ten dollars in the interim between catastrophes and have the Walmart travel size bottles empty under the sink. And hey, it's time to go. Either they're already filled or you fill them quickly. Here's a big goosh of liquid soap in a bottle that we can all use. Here's right. the other things. And then if you want makeup, extra things, all of that, well, if it fits in your backpack, good for you. Right, exactly. Now you have actually you found on Amazon some little clear yes like plastic zipper bags that you actually keep all of your toiletries in on the daily anyway yes. we have again seven people in two bathrooms mm -hmm. in our home mm -hmm. and so if you want any sanctity to your things i feel like you've got to separate them a little bit these are just the cheapest ever see-through plastic psa approved that you'd use for travel anyway I've got three, which sounds extensive, but they're all tiny. Three that I use. No, I'm sorry, two. Two. That I use yeah. for my stuff. And they take up no space at all. And I have the sanity provided of, I know where my comb is. I know where I have a crazy mustache that enjoys mustache wax. And I have my mustache wax in there. Yes. Even in mayhem, I can feel mildly ordered right. with my few things in there. Yeah. So picking up that, again, it's a great thing to pick up, not expensive at all. You can get them at Amazon, Target, whatever big yeah. box, I'm sure, because they are TSA approved and that's how they want you to travel your toiletries when you fly anyway. They're so easy to find. Yeah. And having that, again, as you're thinking about having to pack and unpack for something. And cheap. So everybody, yeah. everybody could have a couple. Yeah, totally. Then you got to think about, and this is where I'm like, I would like to make a, a sort of like running checklist for the essential items for each family member. For example, first night, hotel room, getting ready to get the baby ready for bed. Again, he's a year and a half old. He's not really a baby. Guess what I forgot? Diapers. Oh, man. So thankfully, at that point, the target across the street still had electricity so the baby and I went across the street and I got diapers and a few other things over there. But had I had a checklist to work from, there's no way I would have forgotten diapers. Right. Most people probably wouldn't have forgotten diapers, but I was having a real laundry room moment and I yeah. absolutely forgot that the toddler needs diapers. And if you can transition from we're panic packing right. to what's everybody use every day, you know, for that guy, right. he doesn't use a comb. Yeah. A razor, all these things. But for him, that is what the, the diaper and the pacifier and mm -hmm. some of those things are. Yeah, exactly. So each of you are going to have, and again, whether you're a full-grown adult just taking care of yourself or if you're thinking about your whole family, just having that checklist of what do I absolutely essentially need to feel like I can make it through right. on the daily. Diapers being a total essential, but you know, things like maybe you take a little melatonin to go to sleep at night. Maybe you have a favorite supplement that helps you get through, you know, whatever those essentials are, put it on your checklist mm -hmm. so that it doesn't get left behind. And, and maybe from there, we're beginning to transition. I guess there's a last 
piece that I think is probably wildly overlooked. Okay. And that is the potential high value of having some cash on hand in this digital world. We never have cash. And guess what? When we left the house, we had no cash. We accidentally had 50 bucks. Yeah. And we had a quick need. The store that was available to us fastest, their power was out. They Mm -hmm. were still transacting business and we had the cash to get the little thing that we needed. Yes, that's right. But having a cash reserve. Now, this is one of the sort of like unglamorous things about being prepared for an emergency because, you know, a lot of times we're just not thinking, oh, I need to have this much cash built up on hand. Again, everything in our lives are digital, especially our money. But I think making it a priority, and this is something we're definitely going to do, is to make it a priority in the coming months to put away a little at a time what we think for our family is a reasonable amount of cash to have on hand. Now, this is going to vary wildly by your circumstances. If you're a single person, your number is going to be different from a family of seven for sure. But um, even just your, the cost of living in your right. cow is yeah. going to make a huge difference. Definitely. So have some cash on hand because guess what? When the power goes out, so do the ATM machines. Right, right. Okay, what else? Well, so then I feel like we're at a, here's the transitional piece in the middle. From everything that we've talked about thus far, I think the transitional piece in the middle is being aware, to use the prepper term, of what your everyday carry is. Okay. But to bring that home, as you know, what do you carry in your pockets? What do you carry in your purse? What do you always have with you? Be aware of what that is. And maybe that needs to change to a small degree mm-hmm. to be more prepared for a, a circumstance like this. Right. But minimally, just knowing what's there so that you know, hey, I don't have to pursue whatever because that's part of my everyday kit. Right. Yeah. 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 Totally. And this could be even be things, what do you think? Like, mets? maybe it is the cash reserve on hand. Maybe you just would be better served to carry whatever it is, a few hundred bucks or whatever it is in your purse, in your pocket, somewhere stashed in a vehicle, something. Okay. Could it even be things like chargers for devices? Absolutely. Okay. All right. That sounds good. That's been a huge thing, obviously, having all these kids, devices and their chargers. Again, we've been super fortunate to have an actual home to go to in the evenings. I've lived on the next door app since this happened. I've hardly even logged into Facebook. I've been living on next door because all of us in our part of Oklahoma City are sort of like huddled together as a community right, online, right. like trying to figure out who has power when and what's happening. And that's been really something that I've seen a lot of people starting threads about, like, where can you go to charge your devices? And so again, we've been so fortunate and so thankful to have an actual home that we're going to in the evenings. But Yeah, trying to find a place where you can actually plug in and charge up a little bit makes a huge difference. So speaking of that, what would you think would be like some of the small things that can make a big difference? And that's kind of the final piece, I think, is moving beyond the necessities. What little comforts are going to make a difference in your psychology? Totally, yes. Because the psychological piece is not insignificant. Yeah. Having the right mindset. Look, there's been times that I have broken down, cried, been so upset and sad and frustrated for our situation in the current. It's the not knowing. Like, yeah, if they would have told us from the start, it's going to be over nine days or however long this is going to end up being. Well, that would have sucked, but at least we could have known how better to plan. But that's the thing about emergencies, right? Like, Right. Do you ever get a timeline of crisis? It wouldn't be a crisis if you knew. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So finding those small things that can help bring some comfort. We discovered, you know what? Let's play some cards. Oh, hey, we don't really know that many card games. Well, we've got nothing but time. (laughs) Yeah, we can make up our own rules, play a game, have fun. So having a deck of cards for entertainment. Yep. Again, we're talking about these are non-essentials. These are sanity items. Exactly. To... Grab a bottle of whiskey on the way out, or we take great pleasure in good coffee. Mm, We grab our mocha pot and some grounds, very small footprint needed for travel, Mm -hmm. and brought that with us. We did. We did, because that does make a big difference. And again, it's having that little tiny bit of normalcy. 
we start the day at home and a regular day with that mocha pot, with some Cafe Bustolo. So being able to travel that to my parents just gives you just like a little tiny, tiny yeah. bit of like, this is what my normal life is like. And maybe even the ability to pretend with everyone. It's basically just an urban camping trip or, <laughs> right. or something that feels far less severe than the unknown exactly. of what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, what else comes to mind? Anything else before we wrap up? I would encourage everyone. We were fortunate. We had not really cognizantly planned ahead. We were fortunate in that we had some places without planning ahead that we could go. Right. With a family of seven going on nine days now, had we had no place to go but a hotel somewhere and full reliance on eating out rather than preparing anything we would currently be in excess of $3,500 in cost. Mm -hmm. That's, for us, that's really significant. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We don't just have an extra no. $3,500 laying around for that. So to have a mind towards, hey, if things get bad for a while, what can I do so that I'm not financially ruined by all of this or getting kicked out of a hotel because my credit card was declined or whatever. Right. Or even like, we don't have this situation, but I've been thinking so much about people that rely on medical equipment at home. Oh my, yeah. So if that is your situation, we don't have a generator and for various reasons, we're probably not going to get one. And again, a lot of it is super specific yeah. to our actual home and situation. Our home and what we have available. Exactly. It would be a huge, it would be a far bigger expense for us to try to keep a generator ready. Right. Than to rely on the resources we have available. But if any of our children or if either of us had some kind of medical issue where we had to have access to electricity to run medical equipment, it would be a different story. That's We'd right. have to figure out a way to make it work. That's so, right. in fact, the people that owned the home that we live in prior to us had had that situation. And we know this because they left behind eight jerry cans for gasoline in the garage. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we didn't bring up a generator, although plenty of you are probably thinking like, why do you guys not have a generator? <laughs> because the last time that something of this significance happened, I was a teenager mm -hmm. and I'm not a young man now. Exactly. So since the chances of this happening are fairly small for us, it didn't make sense um, financially or logistically. Again, We've got some specifics to our home that make it difficult, but plenty of people in our neighborhood are running generators. It's a thing that people yeah. do for sure. You may even be able to hear it in the background. Yeah, I can episode. hear it right now. Yes. But thinking about like what is very specific to my individual thing, whether it's a medical thing, whether it is a geographical thing, whether it is a weather related thing. Or the, even just what is the comfort thing for you? The sanity bringing thing. Right. Exactly. Leave it to the introvert to be interested in the comfort. Well, Just kidding. <laughs> we you all got to grab your slices of sanity as they come. Absolutely. Yes. So, yeah, you guys, I hope that on some level, even if you don't act on it right now, it at least kind of gives you a little spark of inspiration yeah. to be like, you know what? Yeah. To have a thought so that not if, but when all of us will encounter something like this in our lifetime so that when it happens, you're not sprinting into the walls of the laundry room. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> okay. Is that pretty much all we have prepared for the people on this preparedness episode? That's even more than I had prepared, actually. <laughs> okay. Now, if you've listened to Sword Awesome, you know that Kyle's not so much with the social media, although... He does make an appearance sometimes on the Facebook. Yes. If I'm tagged, I will see it. Yes. Otherwise, I have other things going on that <laughs> require a lot of time. And so I'm not just hanging out there lurking in the background. You can tag Kyle at sort of Kyle. Yes. In our Facebook groups, both in the main hangout and in the superstars hangout, which, by the way, if you have not signed up to become a superstar, a Patreon supporter of Sword of Awesome. We would love to have you do that because we've got a very fun series that we just launched called Sword of Spicy, talking about those things that are never going to make it onto one of these main shows. So we would love to have you do that. 
at patreon.com slash sort of awesome. But Kyle is in the superstars group, although he only does pop in when people tag him. <laughs> I try to respect the sanctity of the group and not just be hanging out like, hey, I'm a dude. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But you know, you can find me on social media at sort of awesome Meg. If you have any comments or something that really you want to bring up, maybe you are a prepper and you need to correct us. Please, we please we, do. Welcome. We beg for the correction. Yes. If you just want to participate in all the awesome things, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram, on TikTok, YouTube. Don't forget, you can get your daily dose of awesome from Awesome Today. We would love to yes. have you join us. If you're unfamiliar with it, probably the pinnacle of each show is at the end. Yes, that's right. We go through the WRLL, the Watch, Read, Listen lifestyle, which is everything that we've identified every 24 hours that's worth watching, reading, listening, or including in your lifestyle. That's right. We like to call it world. World. <laughs> but if you like Awesome of the Week every week, you would love the world yeah, segment yeah. on Awesome Today daily. Although, honestly, Awesome of the Week is like when you've had a baby. Okay. Awesome today, rural is like conception. What the? <laughs> I did not know where you were going with this, and that you did not disappoint with going a little bit off the rails. So we have had to pause Awesome Today production yeah. while we've been. Yeah. Give you time to catch up. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But yes, you can catch your daily dose of Awesome from Awesome Today. So don't miss out on any of that, you guys. Again, I'm Meg Teets, and this is sort of awesome. The Sorta Awesome Show is a production of Sorta Awesome Media, the company that is all about giving you everything that you need to be prepared for whatever life throws your way. Thanks for listening. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.